Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is another episode of First Class Podcast. It's your boy, it's your host, E. Carter, and I'm here with that, that guy, 937, <laughs> in the building. What up, world? What up, everybody, man? We back. It's been a little minute. Uh, thank you, everybody, who uh, watched and commented on the last show. You know, we're going to keep everything rocking, but how you doing there, brother? Man, I'm cold, man. Feeling good, feeling great, feeling great, feeling good. How are you? I'm tired, boss. Not playing. <laughs> no, I'm good, man. Unfortunately, Siege is not going to be here with us today, but the show must go on. Uh, I know he sent his best wishes. He had a couple errands to make and moves to make. So I shout to CGO. So we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it rocking. Uh, cut this down a little bit. That's the wrong way. All right, there we go. But yeah, man, we're gonna keep it rocking, man. I'm sure I've been cool. Last two weeks have been good, man. Just been grinding, trying to figure out new stuff. Uh make sure um everybody need to make sure they go ahead hit that subscribe button um on the YouTube channel. Please, man. We're trying to get the numbers up, we're trying to get monetized. <clears throat> it is what it is. That's what we're trying to do. So help us with that goal. You know what I mean? So share it. Subscribe, you know what I'm saying. Do the whole nine yards. So, uh, you got anything before we get actually get this mug kicked off? Let's get the rocking. All right. Oh, I was a little too enthusiastic. I had some stuff too, bro. I had some like some brain teasers I was gonna throw out in the beginning. But if I got them right, you would swear to you. It wasn't even a brain teaser. It was just something that I was thinking of. Oh, okay. <laughs> but. But nah, man, for all you gambling people, bro, just stay safe out there. Yeah, bro, because I put some money on Brown whole ass. Oh, you finally did. Yeah, and guess what? He ain't get me shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like soon as I put some money on this whole ass. <laughs> See, and that's a good thing. I ain't put no money down here because I straight. I just knew Cincinnati was going to win that game, bro. Not to be I would have cried. I ain't going to lie. To be honest, Brown did give me some money. The team, the Lakers itself didn't give me no money. I took, I took a, I took the little same game parlay. So he had to have like over thirty or whatever. So I, I seen that he was averaging over thirty. I'm like, all right, let me go ahead. He should get that. I'm like, let this man not get thirty today. I put, I put, I'm like, I'm gonna let James have it. Now you know he about to, uh, you know he about to break that record. Yeah, he like sixty three shy. The last yeah. time I seen, I think it was like either sixty eight or sixty three shy. Yeah, but uh, history yeah. in the making, the goat. Brian goat, it's not a Billy goat no more. Is, you gotta call it a Brian goat. We know, or I, or a Brady goat. I know this is not a sports show. I know this is not a sports show, but we gonna have to cover this one of these days, bro. We we gonna we gonna talk this goat talk. I'm gonna make sure Siege is on. You know what I'm saying? We we might even get all the fellas on for this one. <laughs> Cause I I know I know them guys. They come they come with the facts and the numbers and all of that type stuff. So. <sighs> Well, not, well, Brian about to beat another one. So but let I'm him come with the numbers. Let him come with the numbers. I know, I know both yeah. sides. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I know, let him come I know with the analytics. Know. And on paper, LeBron or Brian Goat, as I like to call him, is the GOAT. Okay. By the numbers. All right. Whatever. As far as I'm concerned, it go uh, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, <laughs> Cole, and Brian. But hey, we can we still take. We can we can get Jeffrey. Jeffrey. He stole all his moves, man. Come on, man. I made him better. No. Made him better. No. 
No. That nigga ain't hop over a no. car. Because they wasn't doing that shit then. Like, exactly. He made it better. It's just like what <laughs> I'm is, pretty like. sure if a nigga thought about bringing out a car. But they didn't. He would have cleared it. They didn't. Will he clear it right now so we can get it on record of him jumping over a car? I doubt it. He like 62. I rest my case. It's kind of like I rest my case. No, because he's 62. Man, I got nothing on cold. Don't, don't be fooled. See, I was about to say something that was going to be really dark. Oh, <laughs> but I'm not. Don't do that, bro. That's horrible. <laughs> but I'm bro. not, because I got cold in the background. <laughs> like, bro, you dirty for that, bro. But uh, anywho, <laughs> anywho, we're going to keep everything going, bro. Uh, if you're new to the show, man, we always try to start off with some type of words of encouragement or a quote or something like that, man. This one goes, uh, if there is no struggle, there is no progress. Frederick Douglass. Hey, you know you went off camera when you did that, right? Yeah, they just seen my straw. I'm just saying, you know, got to know how close you got to that. <laughs> yeah, all right. Just let you know. At like, that point, you know, they can see everything, you know. <laughs> At least I wasn't like Dre that day with some chips, like. Right. But the thing is, the good thing is, we wasn't doing video then. You're right. We wasn't. They just, just heard the crunch. <laughs> just heard the crunching, like, bro, what are you doing? Like, they don't know. Like, bro, we can hear you, cuz. <laughs> oh, can you, can you hear it now? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, don't you know we can hear you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He tried to go off the mic and everything. Like, bro, we can, we can still. <laughs> in a bag route. I say something, I'll mute your, mute your mic or something, bro. But yeah, man, one more time. There's no struggle. There's no progress. Frederick Beckles. Um, one, it is Black History Month. So, of course, I chose a black quote. Um, we're going to get into Black History Month a little bit later. Uh, it is also February. Valentine's is this month as well. So we go, you know, instead of having a whole show about Valentine's, which we've done the last couple of years, whether it's for love, against love, battle with the sexes, we can kind of cover a lot of bases around Valentine's, to be honest. It's kind of one of our good times to yeah. theme a show. Um, now I'm just going to kind of hit and miss a couple of different topics during this month. Uh, maybe not do a whole show on it, not unless we get some guests or something like that. But first topic on hand is, and this topic actually comes from Siege. So if you got any comments on it, uh, please drop it in and let me know. So um, the first topic is, should a man come to the door on a first date? So I did, uh, he sent me, a, I guess it was a clip from uh, somebody else's podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure which uh, who whose it was. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I should have wrote down their name when I looked it up, but I didn't. But uh, they was just basically talking about dating, like now, like you. If you was if you was dating, and it's the first date, and you're gonna go get her, do you go knock at the door? Do you go, hey, I'm just, here, or do you just drop that line like, hey, I'm outside? I'm outside. Boom, sing, and sit there and chill and wait for her to walk to the car. Questions on you? At first, I thought this was kind of clear cut and dry. I was thinking, like, bro, what type of answer is that? Of course, people. But then part of me is like, uh, it was the notation of uh, why give off energy that you can't maintain? 
And that's basically saying how a lot of guys do like stuff like that. And then later on, they were like, well, you just stopped. Probably because they wasn't that person in the first place. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I don't see no issue with doing that because it's chivalry ain't dead. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe later on in the relationship, I won't. As our relationship gets better, I do want to give the best um, impression of myself possible. Um, I mean, if you're comfortable enough to share, you know, where you live at and little stuff like that, I don't got no problem going to the door. I ain't got no problem opening up the car door for you, opening up the restaurant. I mean, that stuff I still intend to do anyway. See, my thing is, for for me, for instance, I'm going to say for me, the way I was raised, you always go to the door. Off dreams. Like, moms told me that, you know what I'm saying? And that's the way she was raised, too. So that's also the way I raised my daughters, especially in the beginning right mm-hmm. and yeah some some of that stuff depends on like kind of like your age and where you at in life a little bit to me because like i said when my mom was introduced to it it was when she was started dating. Mm-hmm. her dad was like hey if he can't come to the door you can't go he gotta come to the door he gotta come shake my hand you know what i'm saying that that era you feel me so then she explained it to me same way hey go to the door if her dad is there shake her father's <coughs> hands or you know whoever whoever's the head of the house or whoever comes to the door you shake their hand you greet yourself you you go get her mm-hmm. like that but then now i just kind of see the way the generation is going and the way time is moving you said chivalry ain't dead but it's mm-hmm. definitely dying you know what I'm saying? I'll say, I'll say, I will say this though, just thinking about it. Um, I've been out of the dating pool for a little minute, but if I was to ever get back into it again, what I can imagine uh, with the way that the world kind of is now, it would most likely be a, uh, if it was like a meetup on like social media or something like that, it would always be at a public place. So I would pick the place because a lot of women nowadays, unless they really know you, they're not going to tell you where they live. So it's going to be, hey, how about we grab something to eat here or we go do this or we go do that. I'll wait in the parking lot for you to get there and we can go in from the cars together and to go do something. And I'll open up the car or I'll open up the venue door and go in like that. Because a lot of people in the whole coming to my house and this, that, and the third. I mean, now that we're older, um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be a whole lot of people that you just meet and you want to go out and they're going to just let you know where they stay at. Yeah, see, I mean, but that's that's my that's my thing on it, too. And that's what somebody said on that clip that I watched was like, <clears throat> a guy was in my position like, hey, look, I'm raising daughters. So as far as me raising daughters, yes, he has to come to the door. You know what I'm saying? He like, even myself, if I'm dating, I'm going to come get you. You know what I'm saying? Because, like you said, not only are we going on a date, but you trust me well enough to give me your home address. Like you let me know where you stay. Mm-hmm. The other guy, one of the other guys on the show was like, no, it's too much effort. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. He said, I'm not pulling up in front of your house or wherever you stay 
turning my car off, getting out the car, walking to the door, ringing the doorbell, knocking, whatever, to turn around and walk back to my car. Like, I'm here. I know a couple of guys like that. It'd be like, bro, you putting it on the pedestal. I ain't getting on my car for that. Nah, you putting it up on the pedestal. Don't put the P on the pedestal. See, you one of them type guys. No, don't be like that. And getting off the car for what? You got my man. <laughs> I can bet. I mean, see this all, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. the thing is, I get it both ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, on one hand, it's like, all right, yeah, I'm here. You you gave me an address. I pulled up. I texted you and told you I was around the corner. I gave you ample amount of time. You should be ready. I'm about to pull up. Just come out. Just come out. You know what I'm saying? But then at the same time, it's like, I think that's kind of what. But uh, hold on. Let me say it like this. I think that women put us in a bad position. And the reason why I'm going to say that, they put us in a bad position because on one end, a lot of guys we say chivalry, chivalry's dead, chivalry ain't dead. Like it's that back and forth. Women be like, oh well, guys ain't chivalrous no more. But also it's kind of hard to be like that when every time a guy do something, oh, this thirsty nigga was on another. Yes. So it's like, okay, so when I get cutthroat, now chivalry is dead. But when I'm trying to you know, cater cater to you because you you're the woman that I'm trying to date or courting or whatever. Now I'm being thirsty. Now it's extra. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it to you like this. Um, for one, and it was it was for the longest time that it took me to uh, realize that for one, especially when it comes to first date, I used to think that um, you know, it was just guys that just had the one end. I mean, you want to see what it's him for? Like, what's what's going on? First date, okay. Right. All right, they going good, okay. But what is the, what's the package like? You get what I'm saying. And then I find out women is way nicer. Than that. Yeah, we already know when we gonna give it. If we going da 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 da. Like, bro. So I kind of just liken it to going to court. Go to court. Your best behavior. You get the best outcome. Right. But that. But that's the thing, though. Like, as a guy, and that's what thing that women don't. Maybe they understand. Maybe they don't. It's like, we kind of play the situation in limbo. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, cool. If I'm if I'm looking forward to trying to smack some cheeks at the end of the night, then the whole course of the date, I'm going to do what I think needs to be done. <laughs> so, you want dessert? Yeah. Yep. Now I get the bill, too. Oh, you like that turtle cheesecake? <laughs> like I, I, only, I only drink Merlot. <laughs> like, bro, let me get a water. <laughs> Two limits. Like, you know, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think chivalry is dead, man. I think that it's just, it's getting played out and guys is just getting fed up. So it's like, if, you know what I'm saying? If you keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again and expect a different outcome each time, if you do the same thing and expect a different outcome, that's the definition of insanity. Agreed. So you take a girl out, you go to the door, you hold, you doing, you know, this, that, and the third, you get played at the end of the night or at the end of the day or end of the relationship. Okay, boom, do it again, same outcome. Do it again, same outcome. Eventually, you're like, what am I being nice for when 
me being nice and, and showing that I care about you, mm -hmm. that I'm actually trying to court you mm -hmm. as a gentleman, if that's not working, all right, well, fuck it, I'm done. Now, it might be unfortunate that the chick that when you say that you've done might be the chick that's going to actually appreciate all the stuff that you was doing, but now you're so fed up with it, it don't, don't even care. matter. Like, so now you like, shoot, hey, I'm outside. Oh, man, girl, he ain't even had audacity to come to the door. It's, it's but I, I could say... It's a 50-50 deal, especially when going to first dates with women because they talk to their homegirls the same way we talk to our homeboys. Some of the homeboys, just like the homegirls, is cool. Some of them, just that lonely one, don't want nobody to be happy, blah, blah, blah. But it's nice to have a good record uh, as far as friends and this, that, and the third. And then, man, we got to always remember everything that you do and how you acting. If you decide to keep her around later on, she gonna tell your mom when she meet him. And that's one of the worst things you wanna now nah, he don't open up the door, dude. Who? My such and such? Nah, my baby, he know better. He know better, honey. Hey, come here, let me talk to you real quick. Like, I mean, but but like I said, like even even for me, like honestly, it's it's a part of it's a part of who I am because that's the way, like I said, that's the way I was raised. So yeah. it wasn't every time. <clears throat> so it, it wasn't every time. But every time me and my mom went out, like if we went out to like out to eat or something like that, or maybe on Sundays after church or whatever, she like my mom, it was funny because she'd just stay in the car. But when we pull up to the establishment, all right, cool. I get out the car, she'll just sit there. Wow, what's wrong? You okay? The first couple of times, like I said, she's been doing that since I was like probably like 10. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey. You getting older, you about to start, you know, talking to girls, you about to this is how you be a gentleman, this is what you do, da 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 da. So by the time I get to 16, 17, 18, 19, boom, I'm going on dates and stuff like that. It's already in my brain. You're well oil machine at that point. So now it's funny because even in public, like shoot, we go to a door, we're going if me and my wife going out to eat, we go to a door. It could be a, a group of ladies in front of us walking to the door, like just ahead. They go to reach for the door. Hey, you better not touch that door. Whoa. Excuse me, sir. There you go. Oh, thank you. Hey, you want to know right. something? It was funny you brought that up because now I'm leaning more towards do it anyway because there is a lot of women who don't even know what that feel like. They're not even expecting it because they haven't had it done. Like, I remember, what was it, about about five years ago, I was out with somebody and, uh, you know, whenever we walking, like I kept walking behind her to get on the left. And she's like, why you keep, why you keep doing that? Like, what are you doing? I'm like, bro, you ain't never heard that you're not supposed to walk on the same side of the street. She's like, nah, like nobody in mind, we're well into our 20s at this point. Right. You get what I'm saying? More, more like uh, mid to late 20s at this point. She's like, nah, I ain't never heard of it. Like, bro, like, yeah, like, that's a real deal. Like, then I broke everything down. So a lot of them don't even know because they ain't never experienced nothing like that before. Hey, don't worry about it. Let me go ahead and heat up your car. It's cold outside. Let me have one. I could do it. Why you acting like I can't do it? Like, all right. See, but the thing is, here, here's the thing. And, and, and the thing that, that I've noticed and seen that 
<clears throat> all these women that say, oh, well, he thirsty, he just stand the third. Nine times out of ten, they didn't like him from the jump. But I, that's what that's why you consider thirsty. You know what I'm saying? Because you ever guys have been there. We didn't been there where either you like a chick or you're talking to a chick and then you see the person that they with. It's like, how are you with this dude? Yeah. Like, and you believe in his lies. You you're like, man, this cornball ass dude. Like, you with this guy, like. You know what I'm saying? Because they already like them. So all of the other flags and stuff, it's just over. It don't matter. It's overlooked. So when you get called thirsty and this, that, and the third, and your flaws get brought out, it was already something about you that she didn't like. wasn't fucking with anyway. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you shouldn't have to stop being who you is. If you was a gentleman in the beginning with, can keep being that. You know what I'm saying? Like eventually it's gonna pay off, you know what I'm saying? And if you rocking with a chick that is not rocking with who you are, she she gotta bounce. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't change who you are to go with to, to accommodate their their feelings. Yeah. Especially if they're good traits, yeah, never do that. So it's like and I agree with you. Like a lot of women don't know what that feels like. To have to have a guy open up the door or pull pull out the chair. Now, to be honest, do I still pull out the chair? No, I yeah, stop on the chair is kind of hit or miss. But you're doing it. Uh, I got it. All right. you know, Let me get a bench. Can we sit it up? Like every now and again, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like if we sitting at the bar, we might swivel off the chair out for or something like that. You know what I'm saying? But as far as like. Opening up the car door, opening up the door to the establishment, pumping the gas, like little stuff like stuff that. Stuff like yeah. that. Like, yeah, like that's what we're here for. You know what I'm saying? So and sometimes like that whole take charge attitude, it's a difference. Like some guys do it, they might make it seem it just make come off corn. It come off <laughs> you oh. Excuse, all this. excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's a difference between you acting all cornballish and then actually being that guy that take charge. Like, hey, you don't touch no doors when you hear me. Touch no doors. If I invite you out, you ain't touching the bill. I invited you out. Just now that's different. If you, I invite you out, we going Dutch. How about? <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie. You need to put a pen in that too, so we can talk about who killed Chivalry. Because I got an answer for that one. Personally, I think it was women. I think it was women too. We all agree with women. I would love to have this we can talk go, again when we, we got we some can, women we can, guests or yeah, we, we got can, a lady guest. Or, yeah, we can put a pin in that one because that's a that's a good one. That's who, a good one. Who killed it? Personally, I, I had the same person to kill hip hop. Uh, white people. I think. Man. I think. I think it was sure. I think it was. Uh, I think it was women who killed Sherry personally. Because, like I said, as soon as this whole you being thirsty and. That whole trend started. Guys are down the back, like, and then you got to, but then you got to think, just like people got to think the way shit happens. Like, if if you you got a son, so if you get fed up with trying to treat women a certain way, so you stop doing it. Now your son is getting to the age where now he's starting dating. He's he's gonna follow up what either what he sees or what you tell him. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna be like, all right, well, let me tell you the stuff that didn't work for me. No, you're gonna be like, look, man, pull up. 
Tell her that you're outside. But then my thing, my thing about that so is. Now, but I'm just saying real quick. So yeah. now, because somebody burnt you and now you turn cold blooded, now you teaching somebody else to start off that way. So mm. now that's that's gonna be all he knows. Like, so now that part of chivalry. Then got, for the next generation. Yeah. He's already then got shot for the next generation. But I but I look at that like having a son and being in a position like he already knows about, you know, pulling out the chairs and different things like that. I mean, opening up the doors and different things like that. Um, so that would be a matter of uh, doing it to those that appreciate it. If they don't appreciate it, then stop doing it. Or really, you might even want to consider finding a woman that does appreciate that because you can't change who you are. If you were raised a gentleman and that's really what you know and it's in your DNA since a young age, why? Because the further you go from what you were taught, eventually, uh, especially the positive things, you're going to look up one day and not even know who you are because you changed so much. And now you you nowhere near. Now you're looking at somebody you don't like. Like, damn, I ain't used to be like that. I ain't used to talk to women like that. Like, you're not going to like yourself, dog. So stay close to who you are. And if they're not appreciated, find somebody that does appreciate it. Right. And I'll leave it like that. That's yeah. what I tell them. I mean, yeah, like I said, not you being a father, I agree yeah. with that, but at the same time, but you see how I can but it can get flipped. Yeah. And then like I said, you 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 got also got women that's in a single household and they raising sons. They not teaching, hey, this is what you do, because they not used to it. Mm-hmm. So now they how you gonna teach somebody something that you don't even you, you can't even comprehend because it ain't never happening. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. can't teach him to go pull the door. If he's not even put, holding the door open for you, you know what I'm saying? You you mama, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man, I don't even do that for my mama. Huh? Like I said, I'm raising girls, so boom, as soon as you hear that, red flag. <laughs> red flag, oh, exit. Like, oh, no, nah, man, what? Why would I do this for you? And Push I the little boy down. I'm like, bro, get away from my daughter, bro. I don't, I don't even do that for my mama. Like, oh, yeah. you don't have to cut that one out. You know what I'm saying? He don't even care about his mama enough to. <laughs> it ain't gonna work, bro. It ain't gonna work, my dog. You know what I'm saying? But overall, uh, let us know in the comments, man. What do you think? Should a man come to the door on the first date? So whether that's raising kids, whether it's the you you in the dating pool yourself. Ladies, you can comment too. Would you rather a man come to the door on the first date, or is it okay with y'all for for a man to just be like, "Hey, I'm outside. I'm outside. I'm pulling up." So, let us know in the comments. Now it is Black History Month, like we said before, right? So, being it Black History Month, I think we need to talk a little bit more about Black History. So the next topic is, man, is Black History Month overrated? Now, before everybody jump down my throat, I got this from a different clips of listening to the older generation, whether they're celebrities or actual older folks I know myself, and just over time hearing them say they don't like Black History Month and having some type of opposed reactions every time Black History Month is brought up. Um, so, me personally, I think Black History Month is overrated. Now, when I say overrated, that doesn't mean all oh, banded, this and the third. 
I'm black all year round. I'm not only black in February. I'm black in January, all the way back around the January. So putting our history in one month or trying to put our history or highlight our history in one month, to me, it gets excessive. And the thing is, it's not even correct history. It's the history that that you want to hear. Every Black History Month, what's the first thing that you hear about? Martin Luther King. And who? And what's the other person? Parks. That's it. Eric That's it. W.E.B. W.E.B. Du Bois. Madam C.J. Walker. No, I mean, but you don't. Malcolm we, X. we know about them. But yeah. We don't. You don't. You don't see that all on TV. Soon as soon as it's February first, Dr. Martin Luther King did this, and Rosa Parks did this. School projects on. Do we got a book report on? Martin Luther King there, Rosa Parks. <coughs> All right, but our history is more than just slavery. You know what I'm saying? And soon as Black History Month come around, all you see is the remembrance of slavery and segregation and, and sit-ins and, oh, they're getting hit with the holes and all of that. Soon as February hit. No, that's, yes, is that a part of our history? Yes, but why is that the only thing highlighted every February? Oh. Uh, so personally, I feel as a whole, now listen to what I'm saying, Black History Month, month is overrated. Oh, babe, mm, I really hate that you feel that way, bro. And the reason why I say this is because, believe it or not, uh, I was listening to uh, The Breakfast Club a couple of days ago when I was coming home from uh, work. This was this past week. And Charlamagne the God was talking about how I think 33 schools has stopped teaching black history mm-hmm. all together. Okay. But when was they teaching it before? No, they were te- They were always teaching it. And the basis of what Charlemagne was saying is this is bad because I think they were, I think Charlemagne's from where, North Carolina or South Carolina? Sure. He's from one of the Carolinas. And he was saying, you know, in those Southern states, where you got all these Confederate flags, why do you want to stop teaching the history of black people? And that African-American studies and stuff like that, 33 schools have already stopped doing like, like high school? Colleges. colleges. We're talking about colleges. Right. Stopped African-American studies. That's fucking troubling, because he was like, pretty soon there isn't going to be no uh, African-American history. Well, here's the reason why I feel like it is important. It is important to get reminded as a black person of everything our ancestors did go through to get us this far. The reason why it's important to me being a black man and raising black kids and having a black family and having uh, nieces and nephews and things about that is to take pride and that also um, uh, keeps me in check of the way I want to act and the way I should act out in public because my people have came too fucking far. Now, I do agree with the continual learning of you know Martin Luther King and Rosebro. I feel like that's earlier on they should be taught about that. And then as they get older, I feel like um, the school should have more pressure to teach them. Yeah, but we not. But I'm not talking about the schools, and I agree with everything you're saying. But what I'm saying is that does should not be classified in a month. That's what I'm saying. You should not only feel proud and be reminded of the history that our ancestors have went through in February. So after February, it's 28 days. So so on March 1st, woo. 
I get back to not giving a fuck about my history. Now, he also said this. He also said it was ironic that not only this February is the shortest month of the year, but he was like, what comes after February? March. And he was like, that's the only thing us as black people are known to do. Things happen. What do we do? March. We march. At the end of Black History Month, what follows? March. That's all. You think it's a coincidence? I I felt where Charlemagne was going. I'm like, bro. But because, of, mind you, I said 33 colleges are taking away African-American studies. That's not just in February. Right. That's period. Right. No, so that, I feel that, like that, that's some old that, whitewashing that, bull. Like, for real. That's a problem. That's, that's, not, that, that's a problem. That's a problem. So that's if they take away our month, what are we going to have for us? I don't, my, my saying is, what do you mean? What do you, what do you need for us? Is there is there a month for white history? Oh, uh, they got Irish. They got they got the Irish thing. Celtic. When is, when is the that? Celtic. I don't know. They got St. Patrick's Day, isn't it? When March. You I got, know it when I see Celt- but you walk Celtic. around wearing green. But what I'm saying is that that and we're gonna get into that in the next day. Everybody is like, well, we need something. Give give us a month to celebrate our history. No, my history is every day. My, my history is Dog. every single day. They already don't want to give us reparations. So or what I'm else. saying, who they take away this month, who and then do- what do we really have? Who are you doing it for? Us. So what? So today, what are you doing for Black History today? Just because it's February, what are you doing? Because this is our month for Black History. Talking about what it. are you doing? Talking about it. So next month, you're not going to talk about Black History. I might not think about it that much. Dude, I will. So, so I'm saying. So there's nothing a part of your history or your culture that you're going to talk about next month. You're not going to say nothing the year, the, the month after that, the month after that. What I'm saying is we're black all year round. It doesn't matter that, oh, it's February. We're not doing nothing extravagant that say, oh, it's February. It's black history. I have to do this right now because it's black history month. What I got to do is stay black and die. That's the thing that's always going to happen. I'm always going to be black. I'm black in February. I'm black in July. I'm black in December. It doesn't have to be secluded to a certain month for me to acknowledge and appreciate the history that we have. It doesn't have to be secluded to a certain month for me to teach my children about our history. I shouldn't wait all year round just to tell my daughters about Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks just because it's February. Okay, so if they take away this month, as a, a high focal point and focusing in and really zeroing in on African-Americans and the uh, struggles that we here have had here in America, which mind you, we built America. Okay, so they take this away. What do you have in return? That's reasonable that, okay, if they take away the month, don't just say, oh, well, there should be like a week of every month to where we focus on this or that. No, what do you say we put in place instead? Just had nothing at all? I'm saying it doesn't matter. What do you want? You can't say I don't I don't want nothing in this place. It's, it's not it's not a, a replacing effect. Like, okay, if we take it, we 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 see your black history month and raise you this. Like, no, it's not that effect. What I'm saying is is that I can teach my children about black history at any point in time. Any point in time. I'm saying it should not be secluded to a certain month. So the whole year, school system included, you got a whole year. Like you said, we built America. So 
each part of history, each part of history has black culture in it. Would you agree? Yes. Some somewhere down the line. Yes. So instead of that being whitewashed, okay, we can talk about black history on this such and such era. Because this happened in black history and this such and such an era. We got this such and such an era in this time period. This is a part of black history. This happened. It doesn't, I'm saying it doesn't have to be a specific time period. The white folks want to, everybody want to be equal to the white folks. The white folks don't be like, hey, it's fucking, it's November. So now we have white history month and now we can only talk about white history in the month of November. No, we talk about they white history. They stole everything. We talk about white history all year round. And until, hold on, one in a round, bro. So when was it when people started speaking up and having all that rigamen roll? I'm focusing on taste my vocabulary. And they wrote all that rigamen roll and all these textbooks. All that All that rigamen roll. That they had written in our textbooks when we were younger, that all the whites did, all the whites did, all the whites did. And so we started figuring out, like, nah, that didn't happen like that. Nope, this didn't happen. I feel like it's a great thing to have in school, uh, especially if you had a real down to earth, really know what they're talking about, social studies teacher. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not, like, the white ones be like, look, they say this. Well, in my honest opinion, especially when you get into college, mm -hmm. uh, they're taking away the critical race theory. Of African American so that's what they're taking away. Um, I believe that all of that shit is whitewashed too. Like I said, I agree with what you're saying. Them taking it away from 33 schools—that's terrible. What yeah. is the race theory then? What is it about? I don't know. You tell me. You said it was whitewashed. I'm saying them taking away the stuff is whitewashed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like because now we're growing up in this generation that where. Oh, race is not a thing. You can be whoever you want to be. And don't let them get off with that. So Whoa, they, don't they, let them get off with they that. They're doing that to be little. What they did. Bro, so, they doing that to bro. But, that, that's, but, that's, but that's what I'm saying. When you when you already got us sectioned off in the month of February, it's 12 months in the year. So hey, when it's like, come on, man, we gotta get it. This is basically what happened. We gotta get them something. <laughs> <laughs> we got you laughing, but I, I pictured it before. Like, bro, why is it in the shortest month? Like, short, short, shortest month, <coughs> short, sweet to the point. Beginning of the year, we go ahead and get over it. Yeah, you know, January out the way, everybody new year, new them, boom. Right after that, we're gonna give it to the black folks, all and right? they got NFL, they got this Super Bowl, boom. So, get them out the way. We ain't got to worry about these names the rest of the year, like, give them something, and that's my point, like. It's just like, you know, when you got a, a little brother and you didn't got in trouble, y'all done did some stuff. He wanted to cry and you're oh, like, hey, on, come on, bro. I give you this pack of Starburst. I get knowing, what you're Knowing it's all blues We deserve more than that. Yeah, we deserve more than just a month. I get that. If you would have said it like that, if, is that what you're saying? We deserve more than a month? If you would have said that instead of saying, oh, well. Well, Black History Month is if a. I would have said it like that. We wouldn't have had the topic, <laughs> bro. But I'm just saying, like, bro, if you would have just literally came on and said, "I'm like, I can see that." I had to piece together what you was doing. Like, that's where you went. Okay, right, bro. We we. Get... But 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 if you don't have anything, we're gonna get deep. Just like they were talking about reparations, giving certain states were digging into reparations, and once again, how are they gonna prove that you're from that African American lineage? 
Not everybody black came from the struggle. Like, period. That's that's point blank for most. So they're gonna have to get some DNA or something to figure out who need to be getting this money and who don't. That's first and foremost. We'll give it to all everybody black. No. Shit. Dominicans are black, you're not African, you're not from African descent. Shit, they got fucked up too. Did they not? Dog. Did they not? That's mixing in with the Spanish, bro. The Dominicans that was in New York. <laughs> it's like it's segregation time. They weren't getting hosed down too, bro. They was okay. So they not gonna give everybody with melanin because then what about the mixed kids? You they get money too? The black side do. <laughs> <laughs> what about the mixed kids? You better ask your grandpa for some money. You, I don't know. You crazy, bro? <laughs> you you stupid, bro. Put it in the trust fund, like. <laughs> But that, do you see where it gets, where when that you, shit can get? You just you, can't be like, we're going to get everybody. When you want to go buy melanin. some Jordans, you tap into this fund. Ain't not fucking with you. <laughs> get discounts on Jordans. <laughs> but, bruh, like, you seen the Chappelle skit when everybody got reparations? Sure. That's a harsh reality, bro. They not going to have anything, bro. Anything. It's going to be people blowing their money on foolish. Never mind. Let me not talk down on my people. Please. Why? Because it's black history. <laughs> I tell myself, bro. I was just thinking realistically, though. But, I'm not going to lie. I lost we, myself. We got, we, got, we got another deep one that I'm going to try to get into. We might end up going slightly over an hour today. But because uh, I definitely want to get yeah. into this last one. But uh, like I said, we started a new segment. If you're new to the show, man, we're going to put a pin in that one for a second, come back with some, uh, some more topics. But we got a new segment to the show, man, uh, Culture Corner. You know what I'm saying with well, my man James, that guy 937. Go ahead and take it away. What you got for us? What up, Coach Corner? It's your boy, that guy 937 in the building. We got we gotta get it. We gotta get a little video. <laughs> I need a rolly chair. You know, so I can roll around. I gotta get you a little. We gotta get a clip for this or something. Cause that's not gonna work. <laughs> I know I should have had like a like a suit jacket or something like it changed my outfit real quick, like a magic show. Just come on with a different that's cool. Now here we go with James in <laughs> culture corner. Here, go ahead, bro. All right, man. We're gonna go ahead and get into it. So E40 donated um a hundred thousand dollars to his HBCU alma mater, which is Gambling State University, and they honored him by yeah, naming Grambling. Grambling. You definitely said gambling. <laughs> gambling. Yeah. I'm like, bro, he got a college thing, gambling state. <laughs> yeah, that's my I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> gambling State University. Grambling. Grambling. <laughs> grambling State University. And they honored him by naming a Frank recording studio after him. So that's big ups to um E40 for that. Uh Ice T is finally being honored with the 2747th. Star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame uh, on Friday, seventeenth on Friday, February seventeenth at eleven thirty. You alright? Yeah, I'm cool. I'm just trying to get these little tongue twisters out of the way, <laughs> bro. My tongue ain't wanting to work right now. Um, so I was wondering what the stars actually represent. So the stars honor the accomplishments of actors, musicians, uh, directors, producers, and other people in the entertainment industry. Um, as it goes to number three. Uh, the Recording Academy honors Missy Elliott, Lil Wayne, and Dr. Dre with the Black Music Collective Global Impact Award this year. Enough how I love talking about my girl Missy. Um, so basically, um, 
it goes on. It's a ceremony that goes on during the week of the Grammys. And what it is, is it's something to honor black creators that have had a global impact in the music industry. Mind you, that's Lil Wayne, who was a five-time Grammy winner. Uh, Missy Elliott, who was a four-time Grammy winner. And Dr. Dre, who was a seven-time Grammy Award winner. Which I know. And that goes on to the last one. Um, oh, little side note. So you know that Confessions Part 2 was not about Usher. Ooh. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember something. My Part 2 of my Confessions. Yeah. It was about Jermaine Dupree. At the time, a lot of people thought it was about Usher. So when I read deeper into I'm like, bro, that's the wildest shit I've ever seen. Like a lot of people did assume, like myself, it's about Usher. But Usher's a wild boy. So when it comes into the story of it, Usher had already recorded the original part one version that was left off of the album. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So during the time, Jermaine Dupri was trying to create a way to get Usher more buzz, get him more buzzing. People, a lot of people were saying they uh, hated that he had this clean boy image and they wanted to dirty him up a little bit. And my, did that record do numbers? And it was something in my generation that rivals the album Thriller. I was just saying it was a great album, front to back. I still, one of my personal favorites. But yeah, that's something I never knew about. Mm. Aside from that, last topic is uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should be renamed since it includes artists from a lot of different genres. And that was something that uh, Charlemagne the God had brought up. And I actually kind of agree. Just like they got the Trap Museum by uh, it's Two called, Chains. It's called what, the Music Hall of Fame? The Or just separated. Corn into what you were saying, like just separate. Give oh, us, give us oh, all. We got to talk about separation. I feel like the <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like Elvis, like I got the King of Rock, ain't that what they? I don't know. The King of Rock, Michael Jackson, the King of Pop. It was, it was, it was something like that. But for one, Elvis is selling a lot of black music. We all know that. We're not, we're not oblivious to that. But Rock and Roll Hall of Fame featuring all these different people. They could put Prince in there. They put like Jimi Hendrix, like guitarists in there. But just to put people like, you know, Eminem and LL Cool J and all these people, like he got inducted in what? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, bro, he ain't got no rock album, do he? Right. Like, nah, he don't. Maybe but he in there. I mean, I because mind you, they even got a songwriter's Hall of Fame. That's that's something different. I, I do feel like it should be kind of, they need to do something with that because it, it doesn't make any sense. And that's all the info right here. Thank you for tuning in. It's your boy, that guy, 937, for another episode of Coach Corner. Back to you, Easy. Cool. I like that, man. Uh, speaking of keeping things separate, last topic, man, probably one of the hottest ones. Were we better all segregated? I'm going to just jump into it. I know how I feel about it. And I've and I've spoken on it before. And if you listen to the last topic, <coughs> you probably already know where I'm leaning towards. But I'm gonna start off with you, bro. How you feel? Do you think? Do you think like back in the day, bro? If we would have just stayed segregated, do you think the world would have been a better off? Or do you think going by trying to fight segregation and going for equality and all of that type stuff, you know, had to happen? I don't want to say it was on the. Uh... Very, very classic episode of Paint the City Black. We touched on this topic. Ah, it was. I didn't here. know if you were, <laughs> I wasn't going to say nothing. Hey, great album. Check it out. I said album, though. Great show, man. Great they show did. way back in the I'm day. I'm like, bro, I know yeah. we talked about yeah. this. I'm like, I wonder if yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember. Um, 
I remember how I felt back then when I talked about it. Now, getting older and kind of looking at it, um, they would not have allowed that. If we were mentally to a point of selling our own selves and turning our own brothers and sisters over, if we would have not did that and we would have stuck together like a lot of the other races, uh, I mean, race, not races, not racist, races. If we would have stuck together like other races, they wouldn't have had anything. They wouldn't have had athletes. Boxing, kiss boxing goodbye. You can kiss basketball goodbye. You can kiss football goodbye. You can kiss dancing goodbye. You can kiss blues goodbye. You can kiss rock goodbye. You can kiss R&B goodbye. You can kiss hip hop goodbye. Um, you can kiss, uh, we would be a highly advanced uh, situation and they couldn't, they Fashion, wouldn't allow it. Technology. Fashion, technology, stoplights, the elevators, dog. We would have been booming. We would have been booming. And they, they couldn't allow that, bro. Black Wall Street. So personally, like you said, like you're saying, I agree. And that's why me personally, we I have. think I think our ancestors, sorry, got it wrong. I do. I, I don't get me wrong. I appreciate Martin Luther King's and Rosa Parks, the Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying, fighting for freedom. Like, I want to be free. You know, I don't need to be looking over for my shoulder. Job. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is, I don't think we had to fight to fit in. Like, why, why am I trying to be equal to you if I'm better than you? You know what I'm saying? I'm my own person. So me and you. I'm not trying to be equal to you. You know what I'm saying? Just like I don't think you should try to be equal to me. You are your own person. You're going to do things your own way. If we live next door to each other and we got a fence in between us, whatever you do on your side of the fence is yours. You know what I'm saying? So if you booming, your grass look good, you taking care of your stuff, and your shit look great, bet. If I'm over here on my end, and I ain't watering my stuff. I'm just letting stuff go, and my shit look trash. Then that's on me. I can't be like, oh, but I want to be treated like him. You know what I'm saying? So then now I try to, boom. Now I get what you got. I, I've been fighting for my right to be looked at and viewed like you are. But now, so now I'm over there. What's changed? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing's really changed. Now I'm. Now I'm actually bringing you down. It's like, bro, we we fight. We was fighting for some stuff for how <laughs> what y'all laughing at? I see a couple laughing emojis. Uh, but we was fighting for stuff to where it's like, I, I just don't get it. Me person, like you said, Black Wall Street. So they they definitely stopped it before everything can get going. We had the Black Wall Streets and stuff like that. So my thing is. What was stopping us from being consistent? I can't say one thing. I did see this uh, before I got over here, actually. It was from Akon, and he was just like, Africa could be the new Wakanda if all the African-Americans went back to Africa. We all just said fuck it and left for Africa. Africa would be the new Wakanda. And... I mean, but yeah, I remember hearing about that, and that and that's correct. That's that right. makes sense. Yeah, if we all left, and we came up with our own Sports teams and this, that, and the third, baby, we'd be rolling, rolling. But that's what I'm saying. But now it's 
now we too we too far into it. You know, colonial lot, colonial lot, colonial, colonial colonialized, colonialized, colonized. You're messing me up. I'm just saying, like, and I know, I, like I said, I've said this before. I've said this on plenty of different occasions. And people look at me crazy, like, man, that's messed up. They make you sound like you racist. And I'm like, no, I'm not racist. My thing is, you do you. I do me. What was wrong with that? But it's like, hey, no, I want to be able to drink from the same place you drinking from. Like, <clears throat> They did have a better water. We had like some. I mean, I, I get it, but I'm just saying, like, you fighting to sit from the same fountain. Okay, my question is this though: What would have stopped them from doing like, all right, picture you got two kids, you got two kids, they got them big jumbo Legos. One kid just ain't cracking it, can't get his building to do nothing. The kid right next to him though, you got this whole tower he done stacked up. You know what I mean? He done started from sitting down. He all the way standing up, all the way on his tippy toes, still going, still going. What do you think that other kid's going to do? He's going to knock it over. He's going to knock it over. And I feel like that's the bull, the rhetorical rigamoroleist that um, really kind of messed everything up because, okay, let's say eventually in the long run we would have had the better running toilets and this, that, and the third from our mm – -hmm inventors and things like that and then we created our own currency mind you on our side of the u.s we got stoplights we got everything we invent we got peanut butter we got jiffy we got all that stuff over there bro they wouldn't have liked that that's what i said they would not have allowed us to be oh look at them look at them nicks I mean, over there they, they already didn't allow it because every time we had something they got tore down but that was the whole reason. Why did they stay away from everything but the but the seasons? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> they can steal everything else, but they but the season. They don't want no Miss Dash, they don't want no Slappy Bomber, no Saison, no I don't know. Personally, I think that black folks would have been cool. <laughs> we would have been straight if everything would just stay separate. Like you said, like if we had our own sport, own mayor, like boom, yeah. okay, well the mayor, okay, well get your get your Caucasian mayor sitting down with our black mayor, and we and had then, we had Barack yeah. still. You got a black president, y'all got a white president. I mean, picture him about to slap about to slap Trump for some crooked he said though, like boy, boy. But I'm just saying, and everybody be like, oh well, we, the country would have been divided. The country art still it, it still is divided. it's still divided. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, black folks got the short end of the stick. You feel me? I felt like if we would have stayed segregated and just thrived on our own genius and on our own on our ingenuity own, and then yeah, hard work. Eventually then we would have been all right. You know what I'm saying? It still might have the country still probably would have been divided. I mean, but evolution is gonna happen. Somebody gonna cross that line. Somebody gonna see some white woman over there. You still gonna have mixed babies. It might be frowned upon, but who cares? I pictured it a whole nother way. One day, or somebody going to be looking and be seeing that dunk on the back of one like, man, I wonder. <laughs> boy, I wonder. They're going to be like, man, I tell you what, man, what type of music are over there? Listen, boy. That's what happened. I'm like, but I'm saying that's what happened anyway. What? Them Kyle Green What is on? 
<laughs> your friend, what you got? You got a whole fish fry over there. It smells spicy. Uh, how'd you do it? Want some of those spicy Cajun nuggets? How, can you tell me how to? They done fried, They got to... something called fried chicken. Type shit. They Gumbo. Fried. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fried gator. I don't know. They're like, bro, they frying up everything. <laughs> <laughs> fried donuts. Fried wine. <laughs> But I'm just saying, oh, man, like, man. that's just my oh, personal wild, bro. And the thing is, I talked to uh, my aunt about uh, <laughs> she had called me. I told her I was working on the show and stuff like that. She asked me what the topics was. So I told her, and we had a conversation about it. And her being from an older generation and seeing some of these things that I didn't have to witness, she was like, I see your point. You know what I'm saying? Do I fully agree? Not really, but I do see where you're coming from. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, so, you know, call it what you want, man. So, you got anything else on this one? We, we probably, see? And we we going to be all right. We going to be all right. Let me get, let me get, uh, and when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the, let me stop I get sued. But at the end of the day, you're right. <clears throat> If we all just said screw it and go to Atlanta, let's play. <laughs> not Atlanta, but <laughs> of all places, bro. Yeah, But it I, do feel like Atlanta is the new black Africa, <laughs> American Africa, though. Right, but it's just the fact that, like, even now, you know, you hear black folks say it now, like, oh, bro, we all just need to go back and go over here and just do it ourselves. Like, yeah, but. The damage is already done now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we can still keep thriving. Like, it's never too late. But at the end of the day, damage is already <laughs> damage is already done. So it's kind of one of those what if. You know what I'm saying? I know for all the comic book heads and Marvel heads, the, that whole what, what if. if you know some what I'm wild stuff. Or you can see some stuff like that. Like, I would love to just see if uh, a version of what the world would be like if we just actually one stayed segregated and two they just stayed on the other side of the fence like would it be a fence that separates us would it be a wall like the great wall of china would it be a fence i know ours would be dope on the other side and probably double barricading you know, i'm talking about from Artists, man, basket. I was like, what? <laughs> they would have hated to come and play us every year, but we got to play the Negros. That's just when the players like, but we never win. Negros. <laughs> like, bro, old high jumping, fast running. <laughs> and now they see they didn't let they, they didn't let one of us in the tennis. Well, when I say one of us, I ain't talking about just a black person. Ain't Venice and Serena? No. <laughs> it's a black dude, bro. That's oh, the man. hood dude. The kind of hood dude, though. They didn't let one of us in, bro. It's over. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> it like, he ain't even put for no. Bro, give me some real people to play, buddy. Cuz doing trick shots. He's <laughs> jumping there. I'm not going to lie, bro. When I, the first time I did that, oh, I watched it like five times, bro. I was crazy. Ryan, I'm like, up. Oh, let a real one in. Let a real one in. He about to get fined for some stupid bro. We're like, bro, you can't do that. We're like, why? Ain't nobody tell me I couldn't go wrong with it. Show, they about to pull up a rule book from 1957. Like, yo, right here, it says you cannot jump. 
<laughs> he doing no looks. Uh. Oh, I'm fucking on the side with a cold forty-five dollar, bro. Hey, clowning, bro. I seen that. I'm like, up. Oh, they done messed up. Gonna start calling people names, and then he ain't nothing but a like, bro. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, hey, this this is a quiet sport. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. Uh, you got anything to wrap us up? Let everybody know where they can either talk to you or get up with you. Or, Oh, one big thing I do got to say, uh, a rest easy to my little cousin slash little brother, DC, Devil O. Devil O. We're going to miss you, baby. Yes, sir. Uh, keep your head up. Stay focused. Take everything one day at a time. Peace, and I love you guys. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, man, this, this concludes the episode of the First Class Podcast. It's your boy, E. Carter. You know, we're here with my man, that uh, that guy, 937. Uh, we got some things in the books. You know, we're trying to keep keep this year rocking for y'all, trying to stay consistent. That's the, the word of the year, man. We can uh, make sure I can either get you on air here with us, bring you on as a guest, do interviews, things of that nature. We're going to try to get that kicked off this year and stay on it. Uh, so be on the lookout, man. First class podcast. Uh, like we always say at this time, if you're going to fly, you might as well. Fly first fly. class. Bro, you started so me. late, bro. You be doing that. It's the pause, pause bro. No, no you gotta, pause. You got to pause it. If you're gonna fly, go right in there, might as well fly, fly first class. class. See what I'm saying? Got right that time. <laughs> and we out. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? Man, you tired of hearing your girl, or your wife complain about your beard, man? Make sure you step it up with first class beard products where we have. Right.